Thank you so much for joining Spazzin' Out, which is my podcast. And because you've made it this far, everyone that listens to my podcast knows that I am one cent richer. And I'm happy to say that today, now you're get, when you're hearing the podcast, you're getting it the next day. So the previous day was the most downloads I've ever had on my podcast, period. I've never had more downloads ever than I did yesterday. So the show is growing. It's getting bigger. I hope people continue to listen to Spazzing Out. Thank you so much for doing that. It was a big day. Now, yesterday, let's let's just get right into uh, the topics that I want to talk about. I want to talk about the Boston protest that happened on Sunday. I want to talk a little bit more detail about George Floyd, um, Antifa, if I'm saying that right, this organization called Antifa. I also want to cover some other stuff. I'm stuck back in the basement. We need to cover that. Tuna melts are making a comeback, and tuna melts are fucking nasty. And I want to talk about the top five iconic fashion statements of all time because there's something missing from it. But before we get to all that crap, um, I'm having field success with one of my live feeds. As people know that listen to my program on the podcast, I go live on Twitter and Facebook every night. Well, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I go live on on uh, Facebook, TikTok as I record, as I record my podcast. Yes, Blue Lives Matter. We're going to get to that. So tonight I was going to add Twitter to it and already the Twitter feed is acting up and is not working. So I think I'm going to stop the Twitter feed. We will get rid of Twitter for the night. Hold tight for everybody for one second. I want to delete this. Um, You know what? We'll worry about deleting the Twitter thing uh, later. It's garbage. It's not working. Eventually, I will have good equipment and be able to do everything that I want to do um, with my podcast. But until I do that, we will stick with my Facebook family and my TikTok family. See if I can bring you guys a little bit closer together so that you guys can all see me. There we go. Here we go. Blue lives do matter. All right. Twitter's out. Facebook is in. TikTok is in. Let's get to the protest. Yesterday, as you know, if you listen to my podcast, I went to the protest in Boston yesterday. I got there right about the time that it started. It seemed very peaceful from the beginning. There was a little bit of a, a scare. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I I got really nervous. I'm telling you what. I I I basically uh, shit myself. When I was walking over to the protest, a lady's car, I thought it backfired, but what actually happened is her deferential, the rear, the rear axle, it blew up, dude. It, and it freaked me the hell out. Smoke was everywhere. It was a big pop. I was like, oh my God, this thing hasn't even started. Just a lady's car, no big deal. And the Boston police handled the situation great. They got the lady out of the way. So from the get-go, The protest was very, very peaceful. Easily 10,000 people there, guys. When I tell you, there might have been more. I have never seen so many people in one place outside of a Patriots game or outside of the Boston Marathon or even one of the duck boat tours. A lot, a lot of people. I stood in in the middle at one point of the see these people, letting them walk by just to get a feeling as to how many people were there. When I was leaving the protest... I stood and I I wasn't going to move. I was like, all right, I'm going to let all these people pass me. It kept going and going and going. And it was sidewalk to sidewalk, 
middle of Washington, all the way down to the state house. It was intense. It was packed. People were being very peaceful. But I was a little bit naive. Before we get to me being naive, as you guys know, I've been known to be naive, wishful thinking. The police presence was great. When I first got there, I saw some hundred, uh, at least a hundred police officers on bikes, and then at least a hundred police officers on the ground walking around. Very respectful, very nice guys, just making sure that things were peaceful, protecting the peace, making sure that businesses weren't going to get ripped apart and it wasn't going to go crazy. And this all happened between 6.30. I was there at 6.30. I left there sometime after 8, just before it started getting dark out. Trust me, I boogied out of there before it got dark. I, I was so concerned going in uh, about whether or not something was going to happen. You guys all know how cheap I am. I mean, I am the cheapest dude on the planet. Trust me when I tell you, when I go to Boston, I will drive around for at least an hour to find a parking meter spot, especially on a Sunday because it's free. I did nothing of the sort. I went right for a parking garage and I parked easily six to seven blocks away from where the protest was because I didn't want my car to get ransacked. I was worried about it. But as soon as I got there, I realized that this was peaceful. The majority of people were peaceful. Now, here are some things that I, that I didn't realize and I, and, and I missed out on. While walking, well, you know what? Let's talk about the good shit first. While walking, people were chanting certain things. If you heard the podcast, you heard it. No peace, uh, no justice, no peace. Pretty decent. Another one was hands up, don't shoot. The point of hands up, uh, no shoot is basically you, you shouldn't be killing us. We don't have a weapon. Hands up, don't shoot. Black lives matter. Another decent ch- uh, tra- chant. I didn't understand the chants for fuck you, Donald Trump. Um, it reminded me of Red Sox fans yelling, fuck you, you know, Yankees suck, you know, or fuck the Yankees or something like that. They're just chanting it to chant it. They're just upset. Just like Red Sox fans would chant, you know, fuck the Yankees or Yankees suck, when in fact, at the time, Yankees were good, and then they sucked. You know what I mean. Just because we're from Boston, we chant that the Yankees suck. I feel like just because it was a protest um, for a black man, they're yelling Trump sucks. But that didn't really offend me. I Whatever. Let them say what they're going to say. Signs all said Black Lives Matter. Um, uh, yeah, most of the signs were, were Black Lives Matter. Some signs said All Lives Matter. But I, I think I only seen one or two of those. 90% were Black Lives Matter. Um, the rest were hands up, don't shoot, and also no justice, no peace. And then, you know, what's his name? Another one said, the signs would say, what's his name? And they would chant that. They would say, what's his name? What's his name? Another chant they would say is, um, I can't breathe. That That's another one. They, they also did mama. They chanted mama, 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 I can't breathe. It, that part of the protest made me so proud. So happy to be a Bostonian. Honestly, uh, it was a great show of unity and strength by the people of the city of Boston, both the police officers and the citizens peacefully protesting, getting their point across. It was, ah, man, it felt so American. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to lie, guys. I was so proud. It was the greatest. Then I started to interview people and this is where I started to get a little bit suspect. First group of people that I interviewed, 
uh, were a couple dudes from Mattapan. They said it. They're from Mattapan. I can't play the audio for you because I don't have the technical equipment to do it. If you would like to hear the audio in full, you could go to one of my social medias, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I posted a video clip of it. Or just go back in my podcast from yesterday. It's eight minutes in. And these guys, I asked them what they're doing here. And the the short of it is, we're going to loot just to loot. That's what these guys said. That's the problem here. We're going to get into this. But that's a huge problem. These guys were like, hey, everyone's going to loot. We're going to loot. Why shouldn't I I get some money out of this? Uh, This is a hustle for me. We're going to loot to loot. That's what these guys said. Go back into the podcast and listen. Please understand that the language that's being used is pretty harsh. They use the N-word repeatedly. Not my words, their words. And the dude is pretty straight up that it's a hustle for him. And he's going to get his comeuffins is what he said. And he's going to loot just to loot. And I kind of laughed about it. I even made a joke. I said, oh, what do you plan on taking? Because I was just like, yeah, sure, buddy. I I didn't believe it. I was like, yeah, this kid's an idiot. He's not going to loot. Taking it from there. Another thing that I didn't notice or didn't realize. And this is how naive I am because... It was a peaceful protest, and I didn't realize this until I was listening to the news today. While I was walking down Washington Street, there were a lot of people handing out frozen water. A lot. There were bottles of water that were frozen. And I I just said to myself, wait, this is fucking great. These people are so nice. Literally, guys, I said this to myself. It's like, this is amazing. These people are so nice. It's really not that hot out, but you know what? They're passing out frozen water so that the water stays cold because I love frozen water. The only way to drink water is is, is ice cold, bro. I thought it was the greatest. I'm like, these people are humanitarians. They're they're giving out. They're giving out ice water. This is the fucking greatest. Oh, man. Bro, it topped topped the pod. I mean, the the protest for me. The only thing they could have done better to me was give out cheese pizza. I'm like, this is amazing. They giving out what I took one. I fucking took one. I was like, yeah, give me one of those. Shit. It was melting. I drank it as it melted. I had it in my fucking car. Bottle was in my car this morning. Gone, but in my car. Then I hear on the news what that really was, was the allegedly. Now, this is not, please don't. Uh, this is not facts. This is just allegedly the people passing out the water were the Antifa, Antifa, I'm not sure if I'm saying it, this Antifa group um, that is an anti-government group, anti-right-wing, I'm paraphrasing, guys, because I don't really know. I didn't do my fucking research on them. All I know is that they're supposed to be bad people that want the riots to be bad or want the riots to be worse, and they were handing out bottles of water that were frozen, frozen bottles of water to the protesters, so that they could throw it at the fucking cops later in the night. Now, I don't know if that shit's fact, just the news making that shit up, but it made perfect sense to me because I'm not shitting you. And I please, I'm not just trying to stir the pot. Looking back on it, every single one of the people that were handing out the fucking water was a white dude. Literally, I'm not shitting you. I wish that I had took the time at, at in the moment to think about it, all I did was let my my judgment get clouded by the fact that the protest was peaceful. 
I'm like, wow, this is great. Unity, peacefulness, people speaking the American way, man. It's the American way to peacefully protest to let the government know you're pissed off. And I didn't realize until I saw the news that they were chumming these bottles of water, frozen bottles of water at the police at the state house. And that was the whole purpose of passing them out. Not to give me a delicious drink while I was walking in the protest. Not to quench my thirst. They weren't nice people at the marathon handing out cups so that you could drink something so that you could enjoy. It was fucking disgusting and naive uh, to believe that they were nice people. In hindsight, now I realize that they weren't. Now, I am going to defend for a moment the protesters in general. I truly believe that the people that I was walking with to the state house were kind people and cared. Except for the idiots that I interviewed, the, the donkeys that said they were there to loot to loot. I don't feel like the majority of people would do that or did it. I believe that people, a couple of bad apples, as we like to say, a few bad people, and then some instigators from outside, from out of state, from out of the city, came into town and started the problems, started the rioting, started throwing the, the blocks of ice, started throwing the stones, started spray painting shit, started smashing windows. And it's unfortunate because it makes the people who were protesting peacefully look terrible and awful. And it ruined a really good, really good protest. Because what happened is disgusting and what's happening in this country right now is unacceptable and disgusting. I'm going to get further into that. I just wanted to talk about what I thought about the first part of the protest. Now, the police officers, outstanding. Boston PD, the National Guard, kudos to you guys. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for even being down there to make sure things didn't go south. And then when things went bad, thank you for staying to protecting people, putting yourself in danger, to protecting other people's property, to protect other people's lives for, for no necessary reason. It was unnecessary. The violence is unnecessary. It has nothing to do with George Floyd's death. This is beyond this guy's death. This is now assholes wanting to, wanting to riot and to loot for no fucking reason other than what the kid said was to loot, to loot, to steal, to steal, to cause anarchy and chaos for no reason. It's shameful. Today, the um, attorney general here, Mara, fuck, I can't think of her last name. Anyways, she was on the news today condemning these acts, saying that anybody that is involved in criminal acts during the protest will be arrested and they will be prosecuted. They will be arrested and they will be prosecuted. Now, I wish and I hope there will be another protest coming up Tuesday. And if you're listening to my podcast, that it's happening that night. I hope that these protests go well, but I guarantee you they will not. And the mayor and the governor need to do, I, I guys, I, I apologize you guys need to do a better job and you need to snuff this shit out before it happens. You need to figure this out before it happens. Don't let it happen. Enforce the curfew. When it gets dark, go home. And if people don't want to go home, use light force to begin to get them to realize it's time to go home. Beat it. 
We've gotten your point. We've heard your pleas. We know you're upset. We are upset with you, but we will not allow you to burn our city to the ground. And if you try to, you will be arrested and you will be prosecuted and you will go to jail. We cannot allow this. Here is an unfortunate side effect of what's happening. And I'm worried about it. And I was just talking about it with some people uh, in the city of Woburn, where I am from, born and raised. Well, he can't be born in Woburn because they don't have a fucking hospital, but lived in Woburn my entire life. Uh, I don't now. I live in Revere. I wish I was back in Woburn. Uh, uh, they were thinking about having a, a, a protest on Thursday night. The mayor has said, no, it, it ain't happening. Um, and the way he's getting around it is because you had to apply for a permit for the parade that they wanted to do. I'm sure there will still be a protest, but I am highly against any type of protest right now. I, you can do it if you want. I'm not going to stop you. It's your constitutional right to peacefully assembly and to peacefully bitch about your grievances about the government. You have that right. The problem is there are outside organizations that want nothing but rioting, looting, and chaos. And what is going to happen? Nothing is going to happen to you. You will go down and you will be just like me. Join the protest. Protest the fact that a man was brutally murdered and how disgusting it was. And then scumbags will come in and they will loot and they will riot and they will create chaos. And a police officer will get unneededly fucking hurt, killed. Something bad will happen to a police officer for no reason. And these guys at Woburn, 90% of these dudes are my fucking friends. I went to school with these guys. I went to high school with a lot of these dudes. I know almost everybody on the Woburn PD. All great guys. And it would be absolutely unacceptable and shameful to put them in a position where outside people, not you guys, outside organizations coming into the city, putting their lives at risk for no reason. So that you can march and let your, let yourself be heard. So that you can, you fucking snowflake fucks, can walk from Wuhan High down to the center and let everybody know that you're butthurt about a fucking murder that you could give two fucks about. Now, now I apologize that, I, that I'm ranting on that. The murder is, is heinous. It is. It's disgusting. If you've seen the video, that I hope to God that this officer goes to jail for the rest of his life. But unfortunately, the most amount of time he could do is 35 years. We'll talk about that. You have to understand, people, protests are fine. But what you're not getting is that these people, outside organizations, are coming in and taking over the protest at towards the end of the night. And they are putting... Our police officers, our citizens, our small businesses in danger. Where you believe that it is right and just to protest, I agree. What you're not understanding is that when you do it and you stay late and you keep it running late, you put the police officers in unneeded danger. But I'm telling you, if something happens to one of my buddies, Rob Curran, Jeff fucking Carew, uh, Mario Pascuccio, De- Dennis McGrath. Well, Dennis is a sergeant, so maybe he won't be out there. Any of these fucking guys. Because you feel the need that you got to peacefully gather. You're not understanding. Your right to protest is fine. It's not that. It's these outside people that are getting involved. People from outside of Wuhan will show up 
And they will most certainly cause damage and put these cops in a goddamn position that they don't want to be in. Your point has been made. It's been made. The fucking country is burning. It's been made. We get it. Everybody's upset. Every fucking life matters. Not just blacks, whites, blacks, Mexicans, fucking green, purple. Everyone's life matters. What happened shouldn't have happened. The protests need to stop because they are no longer protests. They are opportunities for an anarchist, chaos-creating organization that the president has deemed as a terrorist organization now is coming out under the guise of your protest for a man who was brutally murdered and turning it into riots, looting, and hurting other people. It is time to stop. You have been heard. You guys are burning down the fucking Capitol. I'm telling you, the last thing you guys want to do, and this is something I, I, I got to tell you. We, as a people, have been understanding and very, very accepting of the protests. And we should be because they are right. There should be a protest George Floyd was most definitely heinously murdered by this police officer. If you have seen the video, you would agree with me. All the facts that we have seen to this point equal that. I think it's disgusting that they took four days to arrest the man. I don't know the law as well as a lawyer. From what I understand, they gave him a third degree murder charge because it would be easier to prove third degree than first degree because first degree would be premeditated and he might get off. So they did third degree. I call bullshit. They did third degree manslaughter so that they could guy could go in and say, yep, I did it. And then they'll pop it down to manslaughter and the guy will only go to jail for like fucking two years tops. It's disgusting. It's even more disgusting that the county coroner comes out and says that he dies of natural causes and that there was no asphyxiation. And then today, the independent, um, uh, today, the, the, the independent coroner or the independent autopsy was done. And we find out that, in fact, he died from, from being asphyxiated. He was fucking choked to death. He was killed. Killed. It's disgusting what they're trying to cover this up for this guy. It's gross. I hope that the coroner there and that county gets fucking fired. I hope he goes to jail. And I hope the other three cops that were involved that just sat by, by cowardly and watched this man die. I hope you guys do time as well. But now the protests have nothing to do with George Floyd. Nothing to do with his memory. And well, how can I sit here and say that? Because I was at a protest last night. That was peaceful. And it was great to see all these people come together to try to honor the death of a man that shouldn't have died and let people understand that it's unacceptable in the United States of America for a police officer to kill anybody unjustly, especially a man on the ground, fucking handcuffed, helpless, crying for his mom should not have died. But the protests have gone beyond that. They've now become an opportunity for outsiders, for terrorist organizations, for anti-American organizations to get involved and to get people riled up. I've even seen videos of people being paid to loot. They're handing out ice water bottles, bottles that have been frozen on ice to chuck at the cops. They're trying to get you people to loot, to riot. People are sheep, man. When things happen, when looting starts happening, other people do it. They just follow by lead. Just like those two kids said when I was interviewing them 
Plain and simple. If people are going to loot, we're going to loot. Why shouldn't I get something if everybody else is going to get something? It's disgusting. And it needs to stop now. To my point, we have been tolerant as a people of the protest because we understand how upset you are. Please understand that as a man that loves this country, I, almost above all things, I, I mean, I might even like the United States more than I love myself. And bro, trust me, I fucking love myself. 100, 150,000%. I got a fucking picture of myself behind myself. I love this country and everything that it's given to me. And if you people, bad eggs or not, I don't know who, wake or poke the bear, the, 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 the American public that is sitting back right now and allowing you to have these protests, if you poke us, if you wake us up, and I, I, today, I, I, what do you guys like to say, woke? Woke? You're going to get woke. Well, I, I, I'm feeling pretty woke. Because if you, protesters, anti-fucking-Quifa, whatever your name is, if you attack, try to rip down, deface the Washington Monument, the Lincoln Monument, any of these things that are more American than you will ever fucking be. The Washington Monument represents, and listen, you know what? And I don't want to hear this bullshit about the Washington Monument was built by fucking slaves. Fine, I get it. It was a fucking different time. It was terrible. It was awful. Shouldn't have been built, built by slaves. I fucking agree with you, 100%. But what it represents is the greatest American of all time. A man that gave up his entire life so that we could be free. A man that fought against the biggest fucking army known to man at the time. Was their general. Was our leader. Gave up everything. To fight for your freedom. To fight for America. To create the United States of America. George Washington is the fucking greatest American of all time. Doesn't want to be a general. Doesn't want to fight. Doesn't want anything to do with this war. Goes to war. Leads us to victory. When the war is over, he does the greatest move ever done in the entire history of the fucking civilization of humans. He beats England. Wins the war. They were calling him king. His Excellency, they anointed this fucking man and he walked away from power. He said, I'm good. He walked away. Understand the power of that, please. Please, for a frigging moment, understand what made George Washington great wasn't that he won the war, wasn't that he was the first president and set all the precedents. It was the fact that he didn't take the power. He could have been king. He could have been king of the United States. And all he wanted to do was go home. And that's what he did. He went home and the guy disappeared for like 10 years while they were working on the Articles of Confederation, whatever, however you fucking say him. 
that sucked ass and didn't work out. And then they went for a constitution to bring everybody together to start the United States of America. And the man didn't even want to be the first president, but he wins unanimously. And he serves, serves only two terms, doesn't want to be there, sets the precedent, builds Washington, D.C., forms a strong national country. And then while he's president, while the man is president, there's a protest in Massachusetts and the guy comes up himself and shuts that shit down. Himself, as sitting president, rides into a riot. But the greatest thing that makes him the greatest is that he walked away from power. He walked away from it. How dare you try to wake? I'm telling you, people like myself will not put up with that shit. We'll riot. I'll fucking riot. If you think you're going to tear down national monuments, I will most certainly Riot. I'll go, Bo, I'll go. Where do you fucking live? I'll, I'll bring, I'll, I'll come. To, yeah, now see, now I'm going to sound like I'm a racist asshole by, by uh, corner, putting everybody in position. Wherever you live, I'll come to your house and I'll fucking kick your windows in. If you think you're going to tear down national monuments. Let's get to Lincoln. Someone spray painted some shit outside of the Lincoln Monument. You people think you're going to rip down the Lincoln Monument? This is the guy that freed you. This is the guy that you guys, this is not me speaking. Every single African-American protesting yesterday, I'm talking to them, talking about how they're descended from slaves and how their lives are still fucked up because they were defendants from slaves. I don't want to get into that. I I really don't. So I'm going to leave it. All I'm going to say is the guy emancipated African-Americans. He went, he, he, he said, you're free. He's your guy. How could you tear down or deface his monument? You're his guy. Secondly, if you go after Grant and his monuments, then you're the biggest fucking moron ever because this guy is the reason that you people, your people were set free, were broken from chains because he won the fucking war. He won the war and then became president to ensure that what he did, freeing the slaves, remained. So please... If you want to fucking loot and riot and shit, dude, cut down a fucking tree. Go find a tree in the middle of the woods, spray paint it, fucking jerk off on it. I don't care. Rip it down. Stop looting. Stop smashing small businesses and stop protecting our national monuments and stop burning flags. Now, let me get back a little bit here on, on, on the shit about slaves and African-Americans because I don't want this to be taken out of context and mis- misconstrued. And I don't want people to, to, to take it the wrong way. I, I, I am one of these people um, that believes that each and every one of us decides our own future. Each one of us in this great country can be whoever we want to be. And it does not matter. Black, white, yellow, silver, fucking... Uh, orange, purple, oompa loompa. It doesn't matter. You can be anybody you want to be in this country. Anybody. If you work hard, you can be great. And it doesn't matter where you're from, who you're born into. Your mom could be a fucking crackhead and your father could be a fucking alcoholic. You can still be great. You could be born into a family 
that were slaves and you can break free from that tyranny and you can be great. You could be born into a family that was living in a country that was oppressive and, and ruled by a, by a dictator and you could come here to the United States and you can be fucking great. You can be balls to the wall. Your color does not matter. Now, I will speak in realities. I do believe it's fair to say that there are instances a lot where it is more, extremely more difficult to be an African-American. I can agree with that. I'm not a fucking moron. I'm not oblivious to the problems that these people face. What I can't stand are people that use excuses, people that use their station in life, people that say, oh, I was born black, so I'm automatically fucked. No, it's your mentality that fucks you. It does not matter what color you are, you can be amazing. How does Michael Jordan become the best basketball player of all time? And I don't want to hear the shit he was born like that. The guy worked his ass off to be the best. Tiger Woods becomes the best golfer because his dad started him golfing when he was a fucking two-year-old. Michael Jackson, one of my favorite artists of all time, becomes the king of pop because his dad whipped his ass into being the best singer, the best dancer, the best songwriter, and the best musician. He didn't have a problem becoming a fucking billionaire. You can do the same. Now, I don't really talk about this much, this next thing that I'm going to get into. Because, I, because, I, because first off, I think it's fucking bullshit. And the fact that I'm even talking about it might even be more BS. But I like to do it so that I can kind of, sh- so that I can kind of join in the same plight that the African-Americans in this country like to join in. I couldn't, I could, I could not even fucking be here. I want, for a second, I want you guys to understand that my grandmother, on my mother's side, my grandmother, lived on a reservation in upstate New York. Native American. Full-blown Native American. Fucking, woo, straight up, had a fucking name and everything. I used to go to powwows as a kid. Now, to be clear... I do not identify whatsoever as Native American, Indian, whatever you guys want to call it. I don't pretend to be one. I never will. And I don't pretend to know what it's like to be a Native American because I'm fucking American and I live in America. But the point that I'm trying to get at is I could not be here. Millions of Native Americans were wiped out forced out of their homeland, killed with fucking smallpox blankets. A massive genocide happened in the United States against Native Americans, against the Indian population here in this country. They were brutally murdered, discarded, and forced further and further and further away until they were pushed off into small little reservations where they all hang out and get fucking drunk all day because that's all they do. They hang out on their reservation and they get banged up and they gamble. And that is it. Now... The reason I bring it up, do I ever, 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 fucking ever talk about, well, I want reparations. My family could have been wiped out. Do I ever use use it as an excuse and say, oh, I, I couldn't have gone to college and I couldn't have made it on the radio and I couldn't have started a business and I couldn't be a real estate investor and I could have a podcast because my family were Native Americans and you guys fucking wiped them out. No. 
I don't. I don't use excuses. Man, I'm lucky to be born. I could have been a fucking tree. A flower. Anything. Honestly, I could have dripped out, bro, and not even been born. But I was. And I use every opportunity I can to be great, to be a better man. To make myself better. I don't think about what happened to my goddamn ancestors. I don't think about what happened to my ancestors. I don't sit back and say, oh man, my grandmother lived on a reservation. Oh man, her family could have been wiped out and was probably wiped out by the fucking white man. I don't say that shit. No. So please, African Americans, take a fucking hold of yourselves. Stop bitching about shit that happened in the past. Live right now. Live right now. Not any of you people have been fucking hung, have been whipped, been been fucking forced to pick cotton, not a single fucking one of you. And you're all bitching and fucking talking about, oh, America's holding me down, the only one holding you down is you. And that shit is for real, and you guys can play that on replay 5,000 fucking times. The only person that's holding you back is you. Now, this is some righteous shit because some bitch called me white privilege. I am the furthest thing from fucking white privilege. If you know me, I grew up fucking poor. No goddamn money. I still don't have any fucking money. I'm in my basement doing a podcast that a, a fucking guy who listens to the show had to buy me a banner. It's so infuriating to hear people use their circumstances where they were born what color they were when they were born. What their nationality was when they were born. I don't hear any fucking Jewish people bitching. Honestly, I know a ton of Jewish people. I never hear them complain. Never. Because they work hard. They're hard-working, smart Americans that go out every single day and work their butts off. I never, ever, ever, ever have one of my Jewish friends be like, Oh, man, fucking Hitler wiped us all out. I, I can't do anything. I, 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 they might put me in the fucking oven. Never! Fucking never! I don't understand it. I don't. Every goddamn society has been enslaved some point or another. Every society has been wiped out from genocide at one point or another. The only person holding you back is you. Now, there are a ton a ton of bad people in this world. This police officer is one of them. He is a, just a damn dirty scumbag and he deserves to go to jail and he deserves whatever he gets. This murder was disgusting. It was ruthless. It was just God awful and should have never happened. Ever. And I don't know why the guy did it. I can't, I'm not in the guy's head. I can't sit here and say, oh, he did it because the guy was black. I don't know. I'm not in the dude's head. And if that's why he did it, I'm sorry. It's awful. But it's one scumbag cop. And it's a systematic thing, sure. Right? Maybe they need to do a better job. No, they definitely need to do a better job to training police officers and make sure that they have guys that are going to protect people's lives and not try to snuff them out. What happened is awful. But we can't continue to use our race as an excuse. I can no much use the fact that my family comes from a Native American descendants as you should be using the fact that your family came from a from a slave family to justify what your life is like now. You can't. It's two different worlds.
It's a better world now. The United States of America is opportunity everywhere for everyone to be successful. And to be honest with you, if I'm being honest, it, there's opportunity even more for people of color when it comes to, um, and women, when it comes to businesses, the grants they'll give you guys, the scholarships that you'll get, all sorts of shit like that. Use them. Take advantage of it. Better yourself. Make yourself better. I don't want to hear this shit about I was born in the fucking ghetto and I can't get out of the ghetto. You most certainly can. All you have to do is work hard. All you have to do is try. But no, what I get is, well, if everybody else is going to loot, I'm going to fucking loot. What that is, is the easy way. Well, y'all, fucking, some guy said to me when I was leaving, this is what a guy said to me when I was leaving. I wish I had it on, on, on recording. I was leaving yesterday. He says, uh, yeah, white boy, you better get out of here before it gets dark. We're going to start looting. I just shrug it off because I'm out of here. And he's like, we're going to hit the Rolex store first. I'm like, what the fuck, bud? You want a Rolex? I fucking got one. I got one. I got a fucking Rolex. I got to tag you all. Work for that shit. Get a fucking job and work. Because you can do it here. In this country, you can be whatever you want to be. You think Barack Obama just becomes president? No. Dude went to college, got educated. Then he worked as an organizer. He organized peaceful protests. Didn't believe in fucking violence. Became a lawyer. Smart educated man, and I don't even care if you guys don't like Barack Obama, it's not the fucking point here, the point is, the guy worked his ass off to get to the top citizen, he worked his ass off to be the president anyone can do it anyone no more excuses protests need to end they're not about George Floyd anymore they have to stop, they have to end you get the point. This man's going to go to jail. There's going to be a trial. Let's hope that he gets the full 35 years. That's the max that he can get at this point. Let's hope that's what he gets. And let's move on from this, from not from this conversation, because this is a conversation that has to go on for many years. We need to straighten this shit out. We need to. We need to work together as a country, united not fighting against each other, not protesting, not not smashing windows in. We need to work together. Speaking of smashing windows, and I, I, I shit, I didn't even get to these these other topics. So, I just a, a quick plea to our government officials, and I, th- these are not the police. The police officers are doing a great job. Uh, to the governor, to the mayor, to the president, to city councilmen. Um, uh, Fuck. Senators and House of Representatives. I I would say this. I'm going to give you guys a piece of advice on relating with the American people. If I were a public official, if I were one of you, one of these people that they call the elite, if I were the governor of the United States of America, I would have been at the protest. I would have been balls deep in the middle of it. I would have walked the entire way with these people. I would have went from the start all the way up to the state house, and I would have stayed through the entire protest, and I would have taken it one step further. I would have walked with these people, and I'm telling you straight up, I would have smashed the window out on Newberry. I would have made sure every single fucking protester saw it. As the governor, I would have walked right up to a window with the brick or with this the ice bottle that I had, and I would have smashed the window out so everybody could see. Bang! And I turn around and I'd say, "Yeah, 
I'm pissed off too. Yes, I'm upset. Yes, this is disgusting. This is awful and it's brutal. But I don't feel any better now that I smashed the window out. Do you guys understand that? Do you see? I turn around to all of them and say, do you see? I feel no better for smashing this window out. But I'm just as upset as you are. It's very injustice and I want justice for this man. But smashing and breaking and looting doesn't work. There, I've joined you. I smashed out this window. Boom, I just slashed the cop tire. It doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't bring this guy back. It doesn't change the injustice. That's what I would do. If I was the governor, I would fucking join him and I would do it just to prove the point that it doesn't make it better. It doesn't take it away. You still, still feel it right here. Break all the windows you want. Think about it when you were a kid. You ever fight your father? The man? Your dad's the man when you're a kid. When you're a kid, your dad's the oppressive government. Your dad's the guy who's putting his fucking knee on your neck. You want to kick his ass? I'm going to fuck my father up. You ever fight your dad? I fought my dad. Dude beat the shit out of me. But I didn't feel any better. After I got my ass kicked from him, I was like, ah, I fucking feel like I, I proved the point here. I really fucked my dad up. No, I got my ass kicked. I went to my bedroom crying like a little bitch. And I never fucked with the guy again. And I respected him for the rest of my life. Never stepped a stand ever again after that. But he gave me a nice ass crack and he came and talked to me. And you know what he said? He goes, do you feel better, Anthony? And I was like, what are you talking about, Dad? He goes, do you feel better? He goes, do you feel better that you came after me? No, 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 don't. No, I didn't. I told him that straight up. I go, no, Dad, I don't. And then, of course, because I'm a wise-ass kid, I go, well, you feel better for hitting me? He's like, no, I don't. I don't. It doesn't solve the problem. Lashing out, breaking windows, pumping tires, stealing shit. It's not going to make you feel better. It's only going to make the situation worse. And I wish that our elected officials would understand that. You need to be these people. You need to think like everybody else is thinking. Join us. Join them. Show them. Show, lead by example. Show them. I'm telling you. I, you guys might think I'm crazy on this. I'm fucking telling you, Governor Baker, join the damn protest. Go down to Newberry Street, kick in a goddamn fucking window, and then turn around to these people and go, I don't feel any better. It didn't help. Go home. Go be with your families. I feel the same way you feel. Where's the fucking emotion? Show the people that you care. Join them. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. That's just me. I'm no government official. I'm just guy doing a podcast um, that tried covering a protest that I thought was peaceful that turned out not to be so peaceful and it broke out into a fucking riot. And um, so far, it, it, 4,000 people throughout the country have been arrested. Uh, almost 10 people have been killed due to the riots. Um, many police officers have been injured. People are getting run over by cars. They're getting fucking squished by trucks and none of it. None of it has to do with the death of George Floyd. Not a goddamn fucking second. None of it. It's embarrassing. It's shameful. It's, it's, we look like idiots to the rest of the world, like a bunch of goons that don't know how to peacefully get together and try to make real change. To make real change. All right. Man, I did promise some other shit. On today's podcast, but maybe we'll save it for tomorrow. <clears throat> um, I do want to get the tuna melts though. Tuna melts are nasty. I don't know if you guys like tuna melts, but they're making a huge comeback. Uh, apparently, 
Uh, people are buying um, canned tuna fish like crazy. It's awful. I see. I can't even. I'm, I'm so. I'm, listen, I'm so burnt out from this conversation. I can't even be passionate because normally I'd be like, dude, how the fuck do you eat tuna? It's gross. Who eats tuna? I just hope that going forward, the protests are peaceful. I do hope. To, I do hope that everybody realizes that. At least I believe that the riots aren't really happening from the people who want real change. It's happening from scumbags, thugs, and also outside organizations that are paying for this shit to burn things and break the law and and do all sorts of disgusting things. All in the name of George Floyd, which is bullshit because it's not in his name. Um, I want everybody to be safe. There's going to be a protest in Boston. And I hope that it doesn't go the same way it went, uh, you know, Sunday night, which 21 police cruisers were were vandalized. But small business owners and everybody's like, oh, whatever. It's it's Newberry Street. It's not, man. There's some people that do business on Newberry Street that it's a mom and pop shop and it costs a lot of money to rent down there. A lot. And they've already been out of business for, for three months. And now they got to go back to their business that you looted doesn't help it doesn't add to the conversation it only makes it worse what's even worse no one's talking about george floyd anymore we're all talking about how the how the country's burning from sea to shining sea there's fucking fires in every damn city and we're not talking about the coronavirus and about the fact that i'm stuck in the basement i got 14 more days in the basement guys i was out i had my mask off for a little bit i was around some people some (laughs) fucking ten thousand. Um, and my family has quarantined me back into the basement uh, where I'll be for the foreseeable future. Well, only for 14 days, but I don't think I got anything from anybody. As soon as my, my lady called, tell me to put on the mask, I put on the mask. So, all right. Huh. I think that I think that'll do it for tonight, guys. If, if we got one point across tonight and said, I believe... Um, that the protests are generally peaceful until it gets after dark. And I believe that after dark, a a group of of bad people, some outsiders and some that are in the protest that are just there to do destruction and have nothing to do with, uh, with bringing justice for George Floyd, turn this shit bad. And it, and it's awful because it's not helping the cause. I hope the police are safe. Thank you guys so much for protecting us. Your lives um, are so important to us. We, we love you all. Uh, the good police officers, not the scumbags, the guys that are truly there to protect us. I am so sorry that you have to put your lives in danger for, for unnecessary reasons during these protests. But I thank you so much for doing it. I really do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Means the world to all of us here. I hope that the governors and the mayors enforce their curfews. You have curfews, 9 o'clock curfews or something like that, whatever it is right now. Enforce them. Make these people go home before the destruction starts. And join them. Please. I truly believe that Mayor Menino would have been a part of that uh, that walk. I, I know Deval Patrick would have been. Nothing against uh, Charlie Baker because I support him. And I can understand Charlie Baker's want to maybe social distance and stay away from people like that. You have to join these people 
It's the only way they're going to understand that you care. I know you guys care. I know you do. And the only way we're going to get through this is together. So, please stop the violence. It has nothing to do with what's happening. I'm begging you. Now, that's how you get real serious on this podcast, man. You get, spazzing out can get a little serious. We can go away from talking about cheese pizza and tuna melts and, man, tomorrow we'll get to the top five iconic, um, why don't you guys think about it? What do you think the top five iconic fashions are? And we'll talk about it tomorrow. Someone just lit me up with a bunch of diamonds on TikTok. Thank you. Everyone be safe. I will not be going to any more protests because my family will kick me out on the street. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Spazzing out. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights. If you don't follow me on Facebook, follow me. If you don't follow me on TikTok, follow me. Tell everybody about the podcast. It's growing. It's spreading. Again, thank you to people for listening. Yesterday or today, between yesterday and today, were the most downloads I've ever had since I started the podcast. It was fucking awesome to see that people care about the stuff that I'm covering. Um, you know, and, and especially the stuff on the protest. If you would like to hear the knuckleheads that said they were looting just to loot, you can go to yesterday's podcast. It's about eight minutes in. All right. TikTok peeps. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a good night. Join me tomorrow night at 630. My Facebook family. If you guys happen to go to a protest, get out of there before it gets dark. Please, please get out of there before it gets dark because it does get dangerous, as we all know. I'm lucky and I'm glad that I bounced out of there before it got dark. Who knows what would have been, what would have happened. And I'm telling you, it's not the protesters. It's other people coming in. And there are a few bad eggs that are just showing up to cause trouble. It's disgusting. They need to be arrested and they need to be prosecuted. And our attorney general here in Massachusetts says that she's going to see to that and is going to see that that happens. My Facebook peeps, thank you guys very much. You guys all have a good night. Podcast friends, thank you for listening to Spazzin' Out.